conscious of the moment, which is, I think, one of the toughest things to do is mm-hmm. be conscious in the moment and not because we're so used to thinking on i mean at least me like thinking on your feet or adapting the situation like you know things get thrown at you all the time in life and it's you know if you don't think on your feet you're not quick and you know be able to react in in a good positive way and try to make the right decisions that you know will benefit you if you're doing that all the time and that's normal life it's it's hard to uh just live in the moment and just be like oh i'm i'm happy i'm here and you know i that's why i have to force myself to listen to uh uh it's actually steve harvey quote i have to i have to you know i try to listen to it every week if not i do at least you know monthly or whatever but like he just says be grateful for everything you got and he just says think of all the things that you're grateful for for one it relieves like your stress your anxiety um you actually it it takes away a lot of anger a lot of resentment when you're grateful when you're like hey i'm i'm grateful i can see i'm grateful i can walk you know i'm grateful i have a car to go to work i'm grateful that i have the house that i live in and you know be just just point out like all the little things and it's it's hard to you know be in a a shitty spot or you know as shitty a spot it, it'll try to bring you out so that's one thing i try to do and again not perfect but i think that's one way to like ground yourself into being more present in the moment because i mean the world moves so fucking fast these days i mean jesus you know well it's very easy to think of like every day-to-day situation becoming a burden especially with the, with a newborn and you know an infant it it becomes like a, okay now i gotta deal with this i gotta deal with the crying baby i gotta deal with the diapers so you just sit there and view it as like a burden shit that's happening and you have to put up with it and it takes away from being able to really appreciate those moments because the moments that they you know, just lay on your chest and fall asleep. Those are kind of overshadowed with your day to day. Like you, you view it as like a break, like, thank God. Instead yeah. of viewing it as just like a, this is, this is it. Like this is the moment I need to fully take in because it'll happen. And it's just part of life. I think we just get so wound up in the overcoming and the difficulties of it that you, nobody takes time to stop and appreciate it because it's hard to you usually appreciate it once it's done and over and you look back and that's when you appreciate it. I mean, it'd be a fucking gift if you could just sit there and appreciate it in the moment and understood it because a lot of times you're thinking of how to overcome it, overcome this moment and how to get by. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if someone can find out that formula to just really just take it in, they'd have it figured out. But that's not, nah. that's just not, that's not how it happened for me. So, no, so. not at all. But, um, my, uh, my thing is, uh, actually, f- f- oddly enough, it's, uh, kind of what you said is, uh, 
I kind of wish that, you know, somebody, you know, told me like, you don't have to have it all figured out. Like mm-hmm. it's okay to not have it, your life figured out by the time you're, you know, 22. Cause there's so many times these days, or, you know, even in the past, like you're just, you're going along high school or college and I'm going to do this and I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to get married by this age and I'm going to have kids by this age. And then when that doesn't happen, you were like doubt. Then you like doubt yourself a little bit. And you're like, well, fuck, I don't have it figured yeah. out. Like what, what's going on? You know, everyone else has it figured out. And, and like, then you just rethink so many things and second guess things. And it, you know, it makes it real tough on you. And, and, uh, you know, you'd really try to have, try to figure things out or you, yeah, maybe it's a good thing to, cause I went and tried a bunch of different things, but I think it would have been so much easier on me and I would have been so hard on myself on some things. And like, you know, I, I think I would have done a few things a little different if I would have been told that advice because, you know, when, when you see people have it figured out around you or you think that they do that you're like, well, fuck. Yeah, no, no one does though. Nobody. No one does. I mean, I mean, shit, we're 32 goddamn years old and I, you know, parents don't even have it all the way figured out, you know, like, no, I don't so think anyone do that. ever, no, I don't think anyone ever has it figured out their entire hey. life. It's always a growing constant, you know, puzzle. And so I, I just wish that was told to me. I mean, I think it would have just made some things. I I think if I had to choose a date or a time, I'd have probably told it to, you know, 20, 20 year old self, 22, right around that age. Cause then you just feel lost. Like, well, fuck, I don't have it figured out. I don't have like a great job, you know, drop it out of school, whatever. You're just like, man, I'm just so lost in life. And I and I don't know where I'm going. The best thing about it is like you are about to go down a path that is going to be so you're going to realize a lot about yourself and you're going to realize a lot about your upbringing just because you can't separate the two. Like you're going to view the way that you parent compared to how you were parented and it's going to be unavoidable you're you're naturally just gonna see it that way and you're gonna realize things about your dad that you're not you never could possibly see until you went yeah. through this little spot yourself yeah like, you, like acting just like him not only that but just like an appreciation and just like a you'll see it like you, you'll understand because i i didn't even know this shit happened until i was parenting and then i try to make like a timeline of his how old I was and what he was going through. It's like, damn, you went through that and you never said a damn word. Yeah. And here I am going through a similar situation talking to you about, you know, parenting advice and you, you already did it and you nailed it and you, you did it in a way that I thought you had all the answers and you didn't, you just fucking winged it and you figured it out. Now here I am coming to you for advice because you're the you're you're the hero. You're you're the smartest man I know, but inside you're probably dealing with the most 
fucked up emotions of just trying to figure it out yourself. But you never let me see that. Yeah. You had it figured out. But yeah. it's cool because you you you've got a you got a different mindset. Like yeah. you are you're a little you're a little bit older going into your first kid. So you've had a lot of time to explore these options and mature that yeah. a lot of younger parents. I mean, I had Braden when I was 20, 23, 23. 23 yes. Yeah. So imagine you, imagine you had your kid nine he's years ago. Nine, right? Yeah. He's turning nine next week, this week. Yeah. Tom, no, next Tommy week. turned nine. Tommy turned nine last Monday. Yeah. I mean, nine years old. I mean, yeah. picture nine years old. You're in what? Third grade. Like yep. you had you had a lot of thoughts and shit going on. Now just yeah. picture where you're at nine years ago and you had a kid, Brad. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, that was tough. I mean, I wasn't putting that situation, you know, I was hopping around the bar quite a bit. So Yeah. I mean, just picture the maturity difference between then and now. Oh, uh, oh, believe me, I know I've I've uh you know reflected a lot on the on the past and shit. I give my dad so much respect. I mean, he had my sister when he was 19. He had me when he was 22. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a tough for a, a young kid, you know, to be put through that. And then to just, to just buckle down and just always do the right thing and always be there for your kid and how much he was involved in my life and like all the sports and, you know, he would be tired and he would still play, you know, catch with me every day after work. Cause he was young. Yeah. You know, and then you're tired in your thirties. Yeah. I mean, I might, that might be something I might have to push through the pain, but you know, I, I see a lot of this shit and I'm just like, man, it's uh, you know, it's something you just got to kind of give a lot of respect to just doing the right moment, being there and you know, just for how young you are, like you're saying the the maturity level and you know, not every parent's the best or always does the right thing, but I mean, I thought, I think I turned out pretty, uh, you know, pretty good dude. So, I mean, he had to do a lot of things right. And I know I had to learn along my way, but I mean, I know he instilled a lot of, a lot of values in me that stuck with me. So I'm super grateful for that. And that is one thing I will carry on, you know, and I'm sure we'll parent a little bit different, but I'm sure I'm sure I'm going to do a lot of the same shit because, I mean, it worked. Yeah, but that's that's the parent's biggest goal is to not have to have your kids sacrifice as much as you did. So your dad had you at a young age. He had to sacrifice a lot of his youth, a lot of his fun times, all that stuff. And you still turn out good. You got to experience all that. So... You had yeah. experience that he he didn't in the same sense. So now, give it, you know, pay it forward to yeah. your kid. Like, well, let me hit you with this quote real quick. Um, I don't I don't know who said it, but Joe Rogan said it. He said, uh, "Show me a great man who's the son of a great man." He said it's not super common because. Uh, the only reason I can guess that is because people are, you know, less hard on their kid or, or whatever. They didn't have to go through much is much shit. 
They didn't have to fail as many times as they did. They didn't have to get back up or, you know, whatever. So I think there's it's going to be a, a hard a hard line and a hard balance to follow to figure that part out. And I'm, I'm is as weird it may is it weird as it may sound. I'm like mentally preparing myself to be hard on my kid. And as much as I don't want to, or I and I don't know the future, but like if my dad wasn't hard on me, I wouldn't be near the man I am today. And I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't have gone through as many struggles and I wouldn't have pushed myself so hard and kept the shit with me throughout, you know, even now. Like, I feel yeah. like a lot of my drive and shit was instilled in me because I was pushed so hard and stuff. And I mean, you know, I might not be as hard on certain situations and stuff, but like, if it wasn't pushed so hard. I don't think that would be instilled in me to like push to this day. And I don't know if you guys can relate to that, but like, that's one thing I'm like really trying to mentally prepare myself to not be like an asshole, but like, just be tough. Because the world's fucking say. tough, man. Like, it's not easy. I mean, I've been beat down, fucking broken so many goddamn times in my life that it fucking sucks, man. And it'll kick your ass. Don't be afraid to be soft <laughs> with your kid, though. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think that I'm going to have a problem with that. You know, like, I I, I don't... I, I'm not even worried about that part. I'm There's just... going to be moments where you... The first instinct is to be you know, teach you a lesson. This is going to be hard, but I mean, allow both of you, your kid and you to kind of be soft with each other because they need that too. Yeah. And that's yeah. that you can't yeah. just have that come from mom's side because then it's going to be a different parenting. Like it's, it's going to be just go to mom for that. Just go to mom for that. And you're going to turn into the militant dad who is trying to instill a lesson. Yeah. You have good intentions, but they yeah. they need that as well. Yeah, and no, it's also 100%. very rewarding to have that too. hundred percent. And, and I, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to struggle. I, I feel like, you know, I'm a very loving person. I'm, I give props where it's due and, I don't know that that's not too much of my mind. I just feel like, you know, sometimes I might be like, ah, it's okay. You know, cause I love coaching, you know, football or, you know, the kids and teaching. But sometimes I'm like, man, dude, sometimes you're a little too, too soft on some kids. I'm like, fuck my dad would have whooped my ass if I'd have been, you know, but so I'm not too worried about that part, but you know, I'm trying to get in that mindset also that now that you bring that up, um, that's one conversation that I've tried to have with, you know, my wife is like, I, I'm afraid like she will baby, you know, my kid too much and that I will have to be the disciplined, tough parent. I don't want to be that all the time. I don't want to have to be the bad guy all the time. So I'm trying to have these conversations beforehand. Like, Hey, you have to be tough and discipline them. I can't be the only one. Otherwise I'm going to be the shit parent and I'm going to not enjoy it. And, you know, not be where I want to be or not be the parent I want to be. So I'm trying to combat that now and to be determined. Don't, but Don't overcompensate, though. 
No, and, and I'm not, but I don't want to have to be put in that spot is what I guess I'm trying to combat right now. But if you find yourself in that spot, don't feel like you have to make up for being soft with you being, you know, an I, I, ass. Like, don't put it, don't feel like your kid's getting too soft, so you have to toughen her, toughen her up. Yeah. Because yeah. then it's then it that's only dividing it more, because that's letting her parenting way win without you guys communicating on how to parent together. Then it's going to turn him her into the the softy hero and you into the asshole when you had a common goal. Yeah, and I, I so I've actually thought about that a little bit, right? So I I think more more what I think I would do is as shitty as it sounds like I don't know if I'd go down that road I think I'd put more of like it would be more of like my team her team and I don't want it to be that way like I think I would parent the same way like you know like hey uh, I'm gonna discipline you when you need to and you know I'm gonna be there for you need to and I'm gonna give you hugs tell you I fucking love you and all that shit, I don't think that would change. I just think it would change more of like me against her type of shit. Like I'm, you know, hey, don't listen to her. She don't, no, no, don't listen to that shit. Listen to me. Well, the funny thing, you know is, what I mean. Like, and I don't want that. It's it's gonna happen. There's gonna be a don't tell mom. There's gonna be a don't tell dad. <clears throat> well, and yeah, that's just yeah. A unspoken thing of of it, but you guys have to come together and figured that shit out as a foundation. Well, that's what I'm trying to do yeah. now is before we get to that point. I mean, I'm trying best I can, but I know there's going to be that regardless, but I'm just talking about like strictly like team, you know, oh. my team, yeah. her team sort of shit. Like, you know, you, you guys are talking about school. this on game film. Wait until you get in the game. That's when it'll I'm really I'm a gamer, happen. buddy. I know, but she ain't. I know, <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> you guys all have to figure it out. You can talk well, as much a lot as you like, and talks <laughs> exactly. You you can set it up, but at the same time, she ain't got that Peyton Manning forehead like you do. Oh well, yeah. you know, big brains, okay? <laughs> you know, it's. I mean, uh, I I know it is. You know, I know it. It's gonna be what it is, and um, you know, I'm just gonna. I don't know, do my best and try to be in the moment best I can and just try to raise my kid the best best I know how to raise him. And that's kind of all there is to it. I know, you know, there's all if, ands, buts, you know, we could probably talk in circles about how much, you know, this, that, and all these different scenarios. But I think what it kind of boils down to and, you know, and that's just for me learning from other people who've done it before me, you know, like my dad or you guys. Or, you know, other people around me. Yeah. I'm just studying and learning much I can. And that's kind of what I've learned is just do the best you fucking can. Because you can't control, you can only control what you can't control. And, and, uh, you know, and, and that's all you got is just be the best you can be. Do you feel like you've done a good job with that, Steve? With, with with having uh, like same parenting goals? from the get-go compared to now i mean your kid uh, nine years old now, yeah like in in a lot of ways we've we've stayed on the same page 
And I think it's it comes down to there's certain situations where she lets me take the lead and I like let her take the lead. Mm-hmm. I mean, then there's been things that we don't agree on and we find out that we don't agree on it in the situation. And then oh, that's we kind of have to hash it out, you know? Yeah. And that's coming from yeah. a, a, a dual parent how, uh, household. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. think of like split parents. That's yeah. Got to be even tougher I, I can't even, to be on the same page. Even, I'm I, doing I, both, I, bro. Yeah. Cause then, yeah, you, you know, like, that. you know, your situation, excuse me, your situation a little bit like, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta have, uh, you know, baby mama and mm-hmm. her husband, and then, you know, you, mm-hmm. your wife, you got parenting styles. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that pulls in a whole yeah. new ball game. You tell me, <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm fucking Peyton Manning helmet over here. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I gotta study two playbooks. <laughs> oh yeah with audibles on deck oh yeah you know yeah and they're both about to turn nine but well let me ask you this man does it make it easier that you grew up in a split household to deal with that no <laughs> no doesn't help no not there's nothing you could well, elaborate on that like there's nothing you could i don't know learned or like um, even like, even like things you went through that you're like, ah, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Um, I would, I would say no, just because my, my dad never remarried. So I didn't have a, a second mom to deal with. I had a second dad to deal with, but I didn't, I didn't take those lessons to heart compared to like, cause my dad is my dad. Yeah. And just because of my my stepdad situation, I never viewed him as a father. So I always had just one mom, one dad. And in my kid's situation is very opposite. I will say that I did make a point to be there as a dad, even though I was I wasn't necessarily a stepdad role, but I knew the importance of a father so i made myself a father for two kids that my son my biological son i don't get to see him as much as his stepdad does but i know i knew the role of having a dad so i made sure that i was concrete his father then my daughter i knew how important it was to have a father in, in her role so I'm a father in two separate situations with two separate upbringing, two separate set of rules. But I have to keep track of the, and one's a girl and one's a Jesus Christ. That's hard enough. Yeah. One boy, one girl. And then to have one boy with a different set of rules and you have to appreciate that set of rules at the house that he's at most of the time with his mom, who's a softy, and his stepdad, who's not a softy, but he's not a hardy. <laughs> so, and then I have a girl on this end who I have to tiptoe around because I don't want to be an asshole and have her hate me. 
So it's it's pretty hard. But back to the original question. Um in a way, but I don't I don't view that as like a way of dictating how I'm parenting. Like I don't think I don't think it's more You're not you're not what sorry cut out a little bit at the end. I, yeah, I don't I don't think the split parent like help uh, out. factor. I don't th- I don't think it I mean I don't view it as like a like a big factor on how I parent. Hmm. Which is weird because Yeah. Like I, I, I take it to heart and I, I learn a lot from but my situation's pretty unique. I kinda yeah. had to learn that one on my own. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we're we're uh, we're you got similar situations, oddly enough. God damn. I mean, uh, you know, uh, moms weren't really in our lives. Mm. You know, dad. You know, I uh, I don't know, and I had girlfriend, whatever, like kind, you know, kind of in the role, but tough situation, you know. You don't really look at them as like a mom type thing. Mm. You know, they get their own kids. They treat you a little different. Like it just, you know, it is what it is. They it's were there. Is. Yeah, they're there. And, you know, they're, they'll be a parentish to you, you know, and they'll, they'll take care of you and stuff. But like, it's not like the same like type of love or anything like you would expect. Like, you know, like your dad gave you or anything. Right. Mm. Not even close. So. And I mean, you know, it's even to this day, like it's, it's, it's still, you know, it's just a little different, but it is what it is. I mean, everyone goes through different shit. Um, I don't, I don't know. I've actually thought about this a little bit, like the differences, you know, that it would be to, to grow up in a, you know, two parent background and, or even parent in a two you know, parent your kid is yeah. that, you know, together, you know, how that would differ from the, you know, each one compared to the other one. And I don't know, the more I think about it, I mean, you're going to run into tough situations regardless. You know, I don't know if one trumps the other, one's harder than the other. You know, I, I don't know. But, uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's got to do the best you can, and hopefully your kid turns out good. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's the key thing is you could be making, I could be making all the wrong fucking moves, and I won't know for ten, fifteen, twenty years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, how crazy is that? And think I'm doing awesome, and I have no idea. Yeah. The sad thing is that they'll probably hold on to it without you knowing until the situation comes out that they decide to tell you about it. Like they've reached yeah. their limit and they feel like they became this way because of you. It's like, well, shit. I yeah. thought I was doing good. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean, how many, I mean, the parents that are always around, how much do you respect them? think they did a great job you know i mean regardless of their flaws you know i mean i I think that goes for majority not all but Mm -hmm. i mean 
I don't know. See, see, here, here's the thing, guys. So I think about, you know, my mind races sometimes. And, uh, you know, I'll think about this stuff. So I am who I am because of the struggles I went through and all the mm. fucking shitty times and whatever. And, you know, and you look at some people who never had to go through that. And you just look at them and you're like, man, I'm, you know, maybe not like better than you, but like, I feel like I'm a better person than some people who got a lot of shit handed to them and, you know, had a lot of easy stuff, you know, and, and maybe, you know, maybe they deal with more internal battles or they're more depressed or they're, you know, they're, they struggle more in life because they haven't been through shit. And it's harder for them at a later age, maybe, you know, but like that being said, so I, I think as me spitballing here, like, you know, I, I think like all of, you know, the mistakes you may make as a parent and you may go through, or maybe you think you're doing everything right. Like you're saying you did it wrong. Like they're only going to grow from that though. And they're only going to turn into their own person and be probably fall and get back up and mm -hmm. probably be better for it. I mean, as long as you can teach them or be there for them to get back up or teach them to get themselves fucking back up. And, you know, cause I wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't go through all the fucking dog shit I went through. And, you know, there's people who never had to go through any of that shit. And yeah. I don't, I don't know. I can't testify that I'm a better person, but like, I, I, I think like, you know, some people, I'm just like, man, get it to fuck together. Like, what are you doing? You don't have to go through shit and you can hand everything. And you're just like, oh, well, I'm sad because of this or my life sucks because of that. And I'm like, that ain't shit. Try going through some real shit. You know, I, I just think it teaches you to be resilient. So I don't know. That's just my opinion. Like mistakes you make, maybe it makes them a better person in the long run. You know, that's also taken, taken your your life story and your upbringing and kind of maneuvering it into a way that made you become you Yeah, had your parents stayed together circumstances changed. Does that mean that you were not going to be the same person? Could you've ended up the same person? No, by, by not going through that, but are you a lesser person? Would you have became a lesser person for you? probably? Really? I I think so. See, so, and that's, that's so let me saying. elaborate I, I, a little bit on that. So, oh. wait, you go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I I feel like that's I feel like that's a a way of justifying the way that you your upbringing, the person you became. I feel like that's your concrete. This is I became this because of these these situations. So you're essentially saying this is the best version of you that you could you could be. If no. circumstances were different, you would have became someone else, but a lesser version of yourself. So, so, I mean, it's not a bad thing. I mean, you're taking what happened in your life and you made the most of it. But for people that didn't have that in their life, it's, it's like shackling them to say that they can't become what you became because of what you've been through. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, I guess let me clarify a little bit. So 
what I, I guess what I mean by that is, so, I mean, you can just look at the history of the world and look at people who've had an easy ride and what they became and people who've, you know, had to rise up from the bottom and what they became. And that's not there for every scenario. No. And, you know, I, I don't know if I would have became a lesser person, but I, I guess, I guess uh, when you go through a bunch of shit and, and you know, you're beat down so many times and all this, like you realize some things, you, you learn how to pick yourself back up and you learn like this ain't so bad. And like things will get better. I mean, fuck guys, I've been like broken so many times. Like, you know, I speak to you guys as like a broken man. I feel like put back together mm-hmm. like a mirror just shattered. And then, you know, you pick up all the fucking pieces and you, you figure it out. And if you walk around with like a perfect mirror all the time and just, you know, think your shit doesn't stink or, you know, like it, it's just better than everyone. Oh, look at my pretty reflection that you don't learn as many things. You can't look at the world for what it is. And you just think like it's easy. And I, you know, it's almost like a privilege sort of like a mindset. And I don't feel like that gives you any drive to do anything great or to push yourself or to put yourself in a better position in life. Cause you're like, Oh, it's okay. Well, I got a trust fund or I got parents who will just kick me all this money. And, and again, it's not like every situation, but I feel like if you don't go through shit, like if it was, everything was just handed to me and I'd have to work hard for anything and I didn't have to like put myself through a bunch of shit or, or figure shit out myself or figure out how fucking shit works. If everyone just did everything for me, I would have never grown as a person. And I don't feel like I would have become the person I am or even a, close to where I am today. I wouldn't have, you know, been able to put myself in other people's shoes or to think outside the box. I would have just expected so many things rather than mm-hmm. work hard for them. And I guess that's where I come from when I say that. Well, I mean, I, I totally understand that. I, I, I think about that with, with, uh, if I would have taken over the office or the business side of DC when we had 52 employees versus me taking it over at 10. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How much different would that be? Well, I mean, I wouldn't understand any of it. I wouldn't understand. It was just handed to you, right? Yeah. Get it. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, the way that I, I mean, I, I've, I've been, I mean, there's, there's people that have said that I, you know, had it all handed to me, the business and whatnot. And I tell them, no, I fucking took it. Yeah. You know, but that's a drive. It's not that, that it's, you know, and it's not just me alone, obviously there's multiple other partners and, uh, they all have done their part to take it as well. Right. But if we would have been put in this situation where we 
already had the base that we had, you know, like we had a solid foundation at DC when, when I took over, but if we would have had what we have now, the 35 trucks, the 50 people, the amount of work, the, I would expect it. Yeah. I would constantly expect it. Exactly. Oh, you don't need to chase this job go do this, go, I don't need to work this Saturday because it's going to come. It's going to, it'll always just come. All right. So with that, exactly what you said. Now, just picture you have your same mindset. And now you're coming into the situation with the same business where it's at. Amount of trucks, everything is exactly the same as it is now. And now you're coming in position would, yeah that's would that make you want to like elevate it more well, me, me and me i don't I think mean, you'd have that mindset though no i i well but we yeah we can go on your scenario i always felt that i would be i would be pretty driven in the career aspect no matter what i did yeah because uh, that was the the number one thing that that was instilled in me growing up. Is you work to take care of your family, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And my family has always found fulfillment in their career, and so it was natural for me to look for that. So I think I would have had the drive still, but I wouldn't understand how to apply it. Yeah. Right. So, like your employees yeah, I, and yeah, like, like I, said, I would, I would expect these things to just come because they were already there. Yeah, it helps you relate more. Yeah, yeah, but I, and that's just it. Is is I don't, I don't know that I would have wanted it. I would have wanted to to be in the spot that I got put in. Hmm. I, mean, I never really did you know, in a way, but I don't think I would have wanted to step into that role. Cause I, I mean, I was 21. So step in that role as a 21 year old with 51 other people. Yeah. That would have been, yeah, I don't, I don't have done. I, I wouldn't have, I mean, you'd be overwhelmed. And... Yeah. I, I would have, uh, eventually I, I'm sure I would have, stop drowning for a moment to figure out how to swim. But yeah, you might've so maybe, you know, you might've maybe said in the office. I, so I yeah, know, I, you know, I know your backstory and stuff. Like well, I, it's I the guess exact same. It's the exact same thing with you, Brad is. And, and to your point, Josh, it's a justification of what you went through mm-hmm. to understand where you're at. Yeah. I don't think it's really a, a justification. I think it's just a reflection. Right. So let's say your son's about to fill your shoes now, like twenty years, and you, you've you've went through your hardships to build this up, and and Tommy's going to take over. See, so my plan with with Tommy is he's going to start at the bottom. Mm, I like it. He will come in. I like it. We sweep the shop. He'll clean the offices. He'll strip wire. He'll whatever. That's parenting. If he right there, wants, Brad. 
if he wants to do it, if he enjoys the environment, enjoys what we do once he understands what we do a little bit more, then great. I'll put him where he needs to be. And if that's in the office, awesome. If it's in the field, awesome. But what I want for Tommy, and, and this is something that you said earlier, that dads you know, always want for their kid not to have to make the sacrifices they did. In a way, I want Tommy to make the same sacrifices that I do. Would I want you? him to find and I want him to find something that is worth making the sacrifices for him. Nice. And yeah, that might be family, that might be you know. Yeah. For me it's for me it's family in a roundabout way. It's my family and my extended family and my employee family. But if it's a drawing, if it's cars, if it's whatever it may be, but if if he's willing to make the same sacrifices that I did, I know that that's want him to do nailed it yeah you did steve bravo man i'm couldn't have said it any better i mean that's i got i because I, I, I think the same way man i i don't feel like i feel like, i feel like entitlement is the worst thing that you know could be handed or could be like instilled in a in a kid you know and if yeah. you instill that i think you're just crippling the child like to to feel like yeah. Like if you're just like, hey Tommy, I'm just gonna hand you all this stuff, so get ready. Like I feel, you know, he would be overwhelmed. Yeah. He would probably drop the ball. I might even want to do it. I mean, I feel like the same way if that happened to you. I mean, if you were just, you know, in your parents' basement, and they're like, Steve, well, when you turn uh, 30, 32, yeah. then we're gonna hand you the business. So get ready. You wouldn't be fucking ready at all. You'd be, be like, oh yeah. fuck. Well, you think of it as like a chore, with. right? You think of it as like a chore, like I have to do this rather yeah. than being fucking grateful. And like you, you know, you started at a young age and, you know, everyone goes through different shit and whatnot. But like, you know, that's great that like you're, you know, you were instilled so much drive and like to take over that shit. Because there's a lot of people who just get handed shit, like I'm saying, like a 30 or 35 or 40, whatever. And they're just you know, they're miserable and they fucking drug addicts or whatever. Hunter Biden, fuck that guy. Yep. But well, that's <laughs> what know? I was kind of saying. It's like when you were talking about how people say that, Oh, you, you just got handed it to you. I was like, that's to drive me nuts because of what you've actually been through to achieve what you've achieved. And all the, the growth and everything just kind of just gets forgotten yeah. in their narrow minded aspect way that they, yeah. Think of it. Think, that's why you then, know the real. Yeah, world. that's that's kind of where I was going with the whole point of like you know, think of where it is now, and then Tommy has the opportunity, and you had the perfect answer where you're just like, oh, I'm going to make him start sweeping the shop because you're making him earn that sense of, you know, yeah. hey, you want to be a part of this? I'm not giving it to you. You're you're going to get yeah. a feel of what it is of what this means. Mm-hmm. because you can't just get handed it because right now if i were to hand it to you it just means money you yeah need to, you need to understand the meaning of what we're doing what that's what i did the first, the first few years is i had to 
I mean, my whole job was stripping wire, organizing the shop. And then when dad needed help digging trenches, I went out and dug trenches. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the people that are saying that bullshit about you, mm-hmm. that you got handed to it, don't yeah. know that part. Like, yeah, and like, he paid me out of the S&C Farms account as family labor. And it, family labor on agricultural in Idaho, minimum wage doesn't exist. So I was okay. getting less <laughs> wage. Yeah. You have yeah, the record for the lowest um, wage paid in Idaho. <laughs> Until I got <laughs> until non-existent. I non-existent. I became a apprentice. I was making less than I mean, it was. It was about five dollars an hour. Had a boy. Yeah, man. But you got to though. You got to start. I mean, yeah. you know, if if you didn't like, you know, if you just gave Tommy the stuff, like if you just gave him like a higher role, and you have to earn it. There, there's such a a big. thing like lesson in life that you have to learn and there's no other way to learn it than just doing it and experiencing the shit, yep. you know, starting at the bottom. I think that's great. And that's a great way to do it. I mean, shit, man, I, I got I a great had, opportunity. I know that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I got. Yeah, man. And that's, you know, got to take first, it. The first, yeah. you know, I wanted, I didn't take it for what it was. I fucked around. I, didn't yeah. take it serious, and and then one day it, it clicked. Yeah, man, and that's uh, you know, and that that's such a I just want to point out that's such a hard thing to do because you know, and I was twenty one, and you know, twenty two, I was fucking partying at the bar, and I was fucking being a bartender. You know, I didn't yeah. have it all figured out, and I know. you know, and everyone you know travels different paths in life and stuff, and uh, everyone figures it out, but like, you know. It's, it's a, I just want everyone to know, like, it's a different mindset, a different, like, thing, like, to just, like, hey, I'm going to do this shit, and I'm going to fucking try to, you know, do the best I can and make myself proud, my family proud, and take over the business or try to at such a young age. Like, that's, you know, not what a lot of people do, especially in, like, you know, a situation like that where it is in grasp. A lot of people just wait for it to be handed to them. Yeah, you know? no, no. If I would have waited for that, I'd still be waiting. Yeah, exactly. And and that's what I think people need to learn from like this message is like you have to go and get it in life. You have to go out and fucking hustle. And maybe you know, maybe it's not when you're twenty one, maybe it's when you're twenty eight or thirty or whatever. Like sooner or later, whenever you figure it out or you you know, at least you have like an idea, you gotta go get it. And you got to fucking bust your fucking ass. There's no easy route in life. There never is. Might as well just fucking go through the hard shit so maybe it's easier when you get a little older. Yeah, no. For for me, I mean, it was... No one ever was going to outwork my dad. He was always the one going in, always the one putting in the the work. I mean, he's still out there. Yeah, I mean, he could yeah, sit and, back and fucking relax if he wanted to, but he's still out there. I mean, you got to so, give the man credit. That's that's my philosophy. It's, I mean, I I try my damnedest to be the first one there every day. I try, you know. Yeah. You know. I probably, I, I I'm gonna work 
harder than everybody else. And I don't mean that that I don't think everybody else works hard, but it's that it mindset though. That's like Kobe mindset. When it comes to our competitors and stuff, the re like there's a reason that during during COVID we went from thirty what thirty four people. Since COVID we've went from thirty four to fifty two. I appreciate that by the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's a drive a to be the biggest, the baddest. That's yeah. what I was telling yeah. you, like to uh yeah. you know, uh to preach that yeah. to everyone because you know that's I, what it is. You know, I I really truly believe, Steve, like if if uh all of DC is on that same like wavelength as you like that same mindset, like, hey, let's be the biggest baddest fucking company around let's cook everyone else's ass let's show them who's fucking boss and let's really buy into it i think it's it'd be more like a culture that you build and i think that's from what i understand in in you know my fucking 32 years is that's what builds like a great business is like that culture that you know that shit that you're like hey we're you know we're good of it all the time there is. There's glimpses of it. There's there's uh there there's it's within sight, I feel. I think it starts from the top down though. I mean, as long as everyone else is, you know, preaching that too. Yeah. I'm like, hey, let's let's get it going. Like, hey, we're the best. You see, I mean that's why Randy and I are, are so close. I mean, and, and Trevor has that same mentality a lot as well that I think that's why we are on our way to that because the, the three of us together really do. I I feel embody that a lot. Yeah. I, I think you're right. And, and uh, you know, I mean, with- what they do, the travel that they put in the, the, the example they set. Yeah. Yeah. The example. And so just like being a, a dad, being a leader, that's all you're doing is leading your kids. Mm-hmm. They're going to do their own thing. Yep. But Steve bringing it back, tying it in. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you've listened to a podcaster, dude. One or two. 